1: Bad,
2: bad girl. They Rubbish! is Buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Aaron oh! Harris! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief! We did it. We beat those British We pastors. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting.
1: Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you, September 22nd, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen On your Thursday morning, hope everybody's having a great start to it. Summer, you can kiss it. Goodbye. It's out of here. See ya. It is officially fall. Now, if you're going off the just normal person season calendar, it's been fall since September started. and uh, But quite literally, with the hot summer weather, it's out of here. It, today is going to be much nicer. Scooter McDingus, get out, out on out to a golf course because it is going to be beautiful weather over the next few days. Catterday at the Krogue, Saturday night, should be perfect tailgating weather throughout the day. Um. Should feel Man. a little crisp, maybe a little nippy on Saturday evening. By the time the cats kick it off, it's uh, good weather is here. It's got me pumped up. The President's Cup is here. I know that's got you two incredibly pumped up. We've got a lot to talk about on today's show. Nick Roush, how are you, buddy?
2: I am uh, very excited and happy that I woke up and it wasn't uh, hell in, in my office, which it was yesterday. And TJ, it wasn't just that it was 90 degrees yesterday, but it felt like a rainforest. It was so muggy. It's like, I, I, thought, I thought we were over this. I thought summer was over. And well, turns out like summer, uh, all the way over. We just needed summer to actually be over according to the planets. And we did it. We, we got through it. Um, and now we're on to the greatest season of them all. I got into a, a Twitter thread about season talk yesterday. And, um, that was, that was interesting. love a good love embracing debate when it comes to season talk, but I, uh, I will, I will never, I'm just a fall guy. It it is what it is. Uh, I I didn't get into the weeds, but very underrated part about fall. Not only is it football and the weather starts to cool down, but then like the end of it, you get to enjoy all the fun, uh, the fun holidays. So like, it's, it's really just a, a grand time here in the fall. We're, we're getting into the thick of it, and I, I love every second of it.
1: Yeah, well well said. I, I totally agree with you. Um, Paul, the weather's great, but even if the weather starts to turn, you're right. You start getting excited about holidays, Halloween, such a blast. Everybody loves Halloween. Then that kicks it off into Thanksgiving. Then before you know it, it's Christmas, and you're right. But speaking yes. of seasons, this man is four seasons in a day. His name is Justin Kalen, He's our radio producer. Scooter, how are you? I I wish
0: I could come in with a love fest for fall like you all, but I am on the other side of the coin. I'm sad that summer is coming to an end because it just like every summer past, it just goes way too fast. I didn't take advantage of it. I don't feel like, but we, we do have fall weather coming up. Like you mentioned, TJ, the option is on the table to go golfing. Uh, it's gonna feel amazing today, seventy-one. Ooh. But I, I need this wind to die down. If we're being honest, I, I no, too much I'll go out. You. I'll, I'll go out there in seventy-one degrees. That's all fine and dandy. But it can't be blowing
1: twenty miles an hour.
0: I can't control oh. my golf ball as it is.
1: Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? What do you wish you did more of this summer? What, do, what you sound? You sound like, uh, you sound like a a sophomore coming back from summer break. I just wish I would have done a little bit more. What, what do you? What did you not get around to this summer, Scoots? I mean, so
0: in a typical summer, I'm at the lake no less than 10 times. I think I went to the lake four times this summer. No, In a normal summer, I typically golf no less than 50, 60 times. I don't even think I hit the 20 mark this summer. Um, I didn't go swimming a whole lot over at my mom's and her pool. I mean, there's just the possibilities are endless that I could have done this summer that now I sadly don't have the option for. You just didn't have enough time? Yeah, well, didn't have enough time.
1: I know. So what else were you doing? Were you working?
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I I worked entirely too much this summer. I've already told my bosses at the new hotel that that is not happening again. Next summer, I'm enjoying it.
1: That a boy, Scoot. Stand up for yourself. That's right. If Scoots can't enjoy his summer, who can? Worth mentioning that both uh, my radio friends, Scooter Dingus, Nick Roush, they both have lake houses, lake places, and I have not been invited to to either one. Throughout
0: the, I'll course. get you but,
2: out but, next summer if you want.
1: Yeah, I've
0: heard that. Also,
2: before. Scoots, I love that you have to like four times is like so so little. Like it's usually ten. Like I went twice this summer, and it was it felt like a lot.
0: Well, I mean, we no. just lived we just lived different lives, Ralph. You're you're from the south end. You prefer the above-ground pools. Whoa. I prefer, I prefer lakes and in-ground pools. I Whoa, did, I, people, I,
2: man! I, I did have a good run of uh, above-ground pooling there in the second <laughs> half of the summer, so I, I can't complain too much about my summer.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it, it's over though. So, kissing goodbye. Worst season of the se- of the year has come oh, and
2: gone. Getting and now- the sweat out of here. One, pe- ooh. It's not quite that time yet, but blue jeans you're gonna get to bring those bad boys wow. out. When was the last time you wore a pair of blue jeans,
1: man? Actually, my pair of blue jeans, I don't really love the fit on them, so I you'll you will rarely see me in blue jeans.
2: Really, you're a slacks guy, instead. I'm a I'm,
1: I'm Mr. Slacks, is what they gotcha. call it. So yeah, I, so
2: I found one pair of blue jeans that like it's just whatever the Levi's number is, it fits right. They look good. And I'm just going to buy the same exact pair for, in perpetuity. Like, until I get, like, morbidly obese or, like, decrepit. I, it's it's the pair of pants that's going to keep on pantsing. And if I find out they're going to discontinue them, then I'm going to have to load up. Uh, because they're the only pants that I have. And I'm like, ah, th- th- that's the stuff, pants. You keep on pantsing.
0: Ralph you are officially in dad mode. That's the
2: most dad thing you've ever said. You also... Neither of you know what it's like to shop for pants as an awkwardly sized person. (laughs) That's true, because, Because Scoots, you you do have a normal... TJ, you're probably like 34, 32. They got every kind of pants that you would ever want, right? Like in in your kind of size. But I'm like, I'm not... It's it's just like there's like one size where either my waist is one size too big or my length is one size too big and it just throws the whole equation off. And the my my perfect blue jeans, I had to order them blindly online and hope that they fit. And when they were perfect, I was like, "All right, well, I'm just ordering these forever on forever because I can't go to a store and just try on pants because they don't they don't carry my size."
0: See, Roush, they do carry sizes for me and TJ. However, TJ's more normal size, so I always deal with the issue of them being too long and dragging mm. the ground. So I can't find pants that are the right length for me. You can at least hem them though, right? Yeah, but then they look, I, I don't know. I think hem <laughs> pants just look so trashy. Yeah.
1: You gotta I, do well, what you gotta do. But I, I greatly appreciate your thought on size pants that I wear. I haven't been a 32 since I was probably 13, 14 years old. <laughs> And they say that I've got a caboose that R.J. Corman would be jealous of. So let's <laughs> not kind of all act like that I, I've hey, got it made on, on Easy Street down here too,
2: folks. I'm just I'm just trying to compliment your your figure. You've been hitting the Pelotron, man. That's what it is. You've been hitting the Pelotron too hard. Those calves, you can't fit them inside the pants leg.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny is after I said that like I'd been going every day, I don't think I've actually done the Pelotron since then, uh, <laughs> with, like, dealing with like a little stomach bug and I was just like, I, I was super dehydrated so I couldn't really, I didn't really want to work out and then the weekend came and then, you know, weekend obviously I'm going to I'm gonna enjoy myself and then this week started and we had a sick baby so it's just like any free time I do have, uh, not there mm-hmm. so I need to get back on it and, uh, and then maybe you can think I'm a, a size 32 again.
2: Well, um, maybe you can uh, clip in for the Steelers tonight. Steel Curtain versus the Cleveland Steamers
1: yeah I got a, probably the worst Thursday night game of the year so far oh so but there's I, no
2: love loss between these two
1: no you got to throw the records out when these two teams line up against one another yeah I'm just happy we have football back even if it is a somewhat underwhelming game and the best part about underwhelming games are when your team's involved in them so you two yeah. you all don't care if it's underwhelming or not exactly. you all got some uh, Steeler football action tonight and I, I'm I'm we're still too early in the season for me to get really overly picky about the game I I am just happy we got football back on tonight. I'll be watching. I've got some fantasy interests involved, which always makes it more fun. I've already got my bet in for the game tonight, which is always more fun. So I'm pumped about it. You all excited? Any big plans? You guys ever going to watch a Steelers game together?
0: Hey, that's mm. a good call, actually.
1: It's a good call. It'd be fun. I mean, you don't have to do it tonight, of course, Roush. No, right? this maybe,
0: isn't the one.
1: Maybe. Well, you know, let's not rule it out, though. Maybe possibly it could nah, be.
0: We're, it, we're rolling it out.
1: Okay. I'm moving. I'm moving on Saturday, so I got to
0: do some packing
1: tonight. You said you're okay. We got to talk about this too while we're jumping yes, yes. all over the place, uh, Scooch. So I don't know what days you do it, what days you don't do it. If we're being totally honest, but when you produce the John Spears, Spears with Spears, Spears mm-hmm. on Sports from noon to one, it's it's just a more entertaining show. I love listening to the Spears. I listen to them even when you're not producing Scooch, but when you're doing it, I'm listening, and it's always a good time. A couple things. First off, whoever the jabroni was yesterday that forgot my name, I think he named everybody else at the entire Big <laughs> X station. But then Olympia. Like, and uh, and uh, the other guy. The other guy. <laughs> so, and you didn't correct him or say anything, and you didn't have my back. So first off, shame on you for that. Normally
0: he says your name first, so it, it threw me off too.
1: Okay, well, if you say so. He secondly, usually hits me with
0: the TJ and Nick.
1: Secondly, you said that you're only doing one 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 drop off at the new house you're packing up yep. the car once, you're dropping it off and then yep. you will be done with moving. Uh, why do you lie to the radio audience so frequently is my question well, uh, what part? You're not doing one move nobody yes does we are T- You don't know you don't move. know
0: what we've got set up coming on Saturday. I'm my dad is bringing his truck and a oh 20 25 foot trailer. Okay. I mean, uh, right. right, gotcha. and and my roommate's dad's bringing his truck and my a friend of mine's coming with his truck. Like, we will do it in one. We're going to be done by 11.
1: I, I don't consider that necessarily one move. Now that you lay the context out, that makes more sense. The way you explained it on Beers on Spears was you said, I'm just kind of loading up my car and that's it. And I'll be done.
0: Oh, no, I, I got to bring my new mat- mattress and in frame, you know, I, I just got that. I can't live without that. That's what I was. Confused I'm not going to strap about. it to the top.
1: That's what I was confused about, Scoots. So the yeah. big, the mo- big move is on Saturday. Correct. And you said you would let one lucky KRC listener help you move. Absolutely, I'll I'll let ten
0: KRC listeners help me move if they want no, come you, you to come on out.
1: You need to make it more exclusive. Make it feel like it's a special <laughs> prize. I'm I'm just looking help, for help more help
0: hands. I don't care how many it is.
1: Well, unfortunately, uh, I have plans at that exact time that yeah. you're going to be moving. So, uh, oh no, me wait! Too. I didn't even—I
0: didn't even tell you a time.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's the> funny <laughs> thing about it, I just—I knew that's how in sync you and I are.
2: Uh, Roush, you, you're busy
1: that time as well.
2: It's crazy. I don't know how that happened, but you're just really busy at the same time. Yeah, you all are
1: dads. I get it. Yeah, you have, you have families now. But the big so you're move. Scooch is moving into. His friend doesn't live in the house anymore, but wants somebody to kind of watch over it. So Scoots is playing roommate and nanny situation. What no. happens if your roommate or if the guy is like, I, I want my house back?
0: Uh, that's not going to happen because they're getting ready to have another baby. So they need a they needed a bigger house, which is why they moved out. And, and he was going to rent it out. He ended up renting it to us for a little cheaper than he wanted out of it just because I was like um, – what are you doing here? You like you know it's going to be taken care of. We're gonna it's going to look good. You could take a chance and get some addict in here, but uh, I think we're the best options. So that's how that happened.
1: Those were the two alternatives: Scoots yeah. and his roommate, or addicts.
0: Yeah, possible
1: addicts. Possible. You never know. <laughs> and you and you and you are not a possible addict. Absolutely not. <laughs>
0: Just for them splatty
1: platties, baby. The exception of maybe some adult entertainment on your Twitter feed. 5024141450 um, yeah. is the Thornton's text line You text it on in, we'll read it on air We've already got uh, a ton from yesterday The, the Wednesday show, uh, maybe it wasn't so much even what we said or what we talked about But a lot of response over the last uh, 22 hours since we've last been on air So we always love to see that You can send them in while we're on the air today We'll read it before we get off 5024141450 Pop in a Thornton's, get yourself some coffee Donuts, fresh fruit, maybe some candy, some snacks, whatever it may be. It's that is always a nice thing to do. Get yourself some coffee, get a a, a, some a banana if you like, and then get yourself like a Kit Kat and make it your little 11 Mm. a.m. treat. Yeah, you made it in the morning, and I'm gonna treat myself to a little Kit Kat here. Thornton's has it all. Pop in today, download the app. You're gonna save money. You'll get some free stuff. And worst case scenario, you'll save a few cents on gasoline when you fill up at a Thornton's, which is always, always helpful. Uh, All right, Roush, we have a lot to get to on today's show. There was a lot of news yesterday, uh, some news that I don't think we really anticipated seeing. Worst case, we probably thought today's show, we'll talk more Northern Illinois. We can talk what they talked about at football practice on Wednesday, but instead we're going to be bringing up a story that we thought we put to bed about a year ago, maybe a, a little less than a year ago, and that is the... The, the frat con- party the, fight. The the continuing saga of the frat party fight. Yeah, I thought we were done talking about it for good. Not so fast.
2: Not so fast. Five of the six uh, guys that were involved in it have filed the lawsuit against uh a a few folks uh you know you you kind of direct that lawsuit to a bunch of different individuals in a a matter like this uh including the police officer that was um i guess at the center of the the charges being filed and um I, i think the biggest most shocking claim and it's very much a rivalry thing. Is the cop graduated from Louisville? He waited to press charges until the day before SEC media days to try to make UK look bad, which the timing of it does <laughs> does connect the dots uh, quite a bit. And so, I, you know, I, I I don't know what this lawsuit's chances are of holding up, um, but it's it's. It's certainly interesting. I'll give them that. They, I know part of the reason why Stoops was very frustrated throughout the process last year was because you only heard the the frat party kids side of things. Well, now the UK football players are telling their side of things, and it's uh, it's not the not 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 the prettiest story. I feel like you're being cautious here with your takes. Yeah, I mean. I think my my first take is, guys, if you want this to go away, you don't bring it back up. You're not, I mean, like, they're not going to win this thing, right? Like, suing cops rarely goes anywhere. This is, a year later, you're just bringing back up old stuff. And while it's true, like, like some of the claims in there where they're like, you know, he was ostracized on campus and uh, maligned on social media. Like, that's all true. And you're only just adding more things to your Google search that are, related to this and not football related like that. That's the part that I don't, I I, I would have advised against, but I'm a media person. I'm not a a legal person. I
1: don't. Let's just say it was you or it happened to your kid and you feel like a serious injustice was done. You don't, you wouldn't want to, even if it doesn't result in anything, you wouldn't want to take the steps to feel like you're, you're standing up for yourself or standing up for your kid or making sure that, bad cops are reprimanded and known see, to the public
2: that that's that's the part where this is hard because i you know like i'm not in their shoes i'm mm-hmm. you know it, that that's especially as a white man it's even more difficult for me to understand so i i could i could i i can see why but just being a media person and knowing like how that works that that's really more of where I'm coming from. I'm I'm also curious the timing now. Why they decided now? Um, was it just a lawyer who reached out? I don't know. Um, but I, you know, I, yeah, it, it is a it is kind of a messy situation. But that is a very good point, Jay, and it's one that I, I'm I struggle to find. So that's why I am kind of. Um wear kitty gloves with hot takes because I'm not just going to, like, laugh at it because some Louisville cop was trying to get out – was out to get these kids because, like, that's, like, it can be a very real thing where cops are just – because it was, like – I think that I can confidently say that, like, this would not have happened without the police officers urging. So, like, there is some sort of um, backing to that, right? Because they weren't – the city, the, the prosecutors weren't going to press charges unless the cop really wanted to.
1: And the cop really wanted to. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think it's even so much like a, a race thing, but you're yeah, who, who knows we're not in their shoes, but there are cops that don't do what they're supposed to do and they need to not be in law enforcement. And if this is a situation of that, more light needs to be shed on it. And if you're, you know, whether you're old, whether you're young, you whether you're white, whether you're black, if a cop is saying you're doing something that you were not doing or they are planting evidence against you or not listening to your side of the story, that's wrong. Cops are supposed to defend citizens. They're supposed to defend the Constitution. They're supposed to be on our side. And it seemed like for whatever reason, at least according to their lawsuit, they this cop was biased, not on, not trying to figure out the truth instead had made up their mind, made up his mind on who was in trouble, who was in the right and was going to just see it through to make sure that one, one party, one set of parties was in trouble. And the other one was painted in a, in a different light. And again, I won't pretend to know all the details about it. Roush, you are right. It is generally hard to bring these lawsuits against law enforcement officers, Mm -hmm. um, because it kind of just turns into it normally it just doesn't have a high percentage of getting to a jury that doesn't mean maybe they can't settle and if if they do maybe the 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 UK football players and some of the former UK football players will feel vindicated with that or it, it is tough you're you're right about that but i just i i don't think i would want it to go away if i actually felt like an injustice was done to me. You're right that this is just going to be another thing to their Google search. Part of what they say in the lawsuit is, uh, you have kind of defamation. You've slandered our names. You've uh, we're mm-hmm. football players that are trying to earn a career, and you did this, and you did that, and you did that. Um, I understand all that, and I, I I honestly think it kind of takes some guts for them to. This is their punch back, and and the legal system, a punch back can take a lot of time and it can kind of seem like it's not the most for, ferocious or vicious punch but to tell law enforcement as citizens that hey what you were doing you you overstepped your boundaries in a big way and we we we're, we're, we're get coming after you i think that's a i think it's somewhat a brave thing to do now again this is we there's a court system there's a legal system in place for a reason so i guess we can go ahead and see how it shakes out and then we can make some opinions on that but i i i was I shouldn't say happy to see it because you wish this situation never really occurs, but if bad cops are can be pretty bad. I think a lot of people know that. And I think a lot of people know that cops have an incredibly tough job. But who who was it? Was it McLean? Who what was the player that wasn't even
2: like in the
1: fight, was like away from the street?
2: It was Vatan McLean, yeah. yeah
1: McClain. Like, you know, see, seeing some of his side of this. It's absolutely ridiculous, and uh, again, I don't pretend to know all the facts. So I'm just kind of taking people at their word on this, but how would, how would he get involved in all that unless the cop just was looking to, to bring down as many football players as possible? And the rivalry aspect of this is interesting, Roush, and I think there's a lot to get to from that side of things, but I couldn't help but think of one – radio host that was seemingly had inside information on this hmm. case or was really promoting it and pushing it certainly a hell of a lot more than anybody else really embarrassing himself in the process of pushing this story why isn't anybody c- talking about it and just seemed to have this this woman says this happened and seemed to have all the nuts and bolts and inside information involved in it, it does make you wonder if a certain law enforcement officer in Lexington was sharing those details with a a certain media member. Um, but that that's a whole different side of this story. What if
2: what if that certain media member was a part of law enforcement? What if they were taking the law on their own hands? Hmm?
1: Yeah. It makes it really it really makes you think. But the rivalry I mean this is just another part of the weird history of the rivalry is and 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 who's to say that like this couldn't be totally true? That what the Lexington players are saying isn't exactly how it unfolded. You have this U of L fan, law enforcement officer sees the UK football, and Roush, you know it, I know it. There's all these stories on college towns and college campuses about how law enforcement could have gotten so so and so in trouble, or they know all these secrets about coaches or players. That happens in any college town, really, with any profitable sports team. So you could see a situation where this goober felt like, oh, these football players have been getting away with so much. If I ever get the chance to, to, to get them in trouble, I, I'm not missing. And here's this party, this person, this, this law enforcement officer that's of L fan is at the wrong place at the right time or the right place at the wrong time and says, all right, well, here's my chance. I don't. That's out of the realm of possibility. People are nuts, and people do really, really dumb things all the time. So I don't. From a robbery aspect, this is another weird part of the history. Uh, again, both sides. We need to hear all sides of the story. Blah blah blah. All the cliche things you know I'm going to say, but right. fascinating stuff. I mean, stuff the, that I wonder the, if this is going to get picked up nationally.
2: The the players who I feel the worst for are the, I mean, the guys who transferred, um, and you know I don't I don't know if Ernest Sanders was ever going to be good enough to play at UK but you got to think somebody like it had to really hurt those guys not only from a the perception standpoint but just from a getting reps right like they missed out on basically an entire year of development and so you know Vito and Jatan like they they at least have I mean they're they're outstanding football players so they can probably afford it a little bit more. Like some of the other guys, like uh, we weren't sure what was going to happen with Drew Phillips. Now, he's been fine so far this year, thankfully. Uh, But, like, you know, his career could have easily been derailed. Now, uh, R.J. Adams is at uh, Georgia Tech. Sanders is at a JUCO. So, like, uh, you know, I I feel for those guys. I really do.
1: Yeah. And if this was just a ticked-off cop doing some some wrongdoings, then I feel for all of them. Like, I really, really do. Mm -hmm. Kind of the ugly side of the law, and uh, these these players could be could end up being victims of uh, of all this. So uh, fascinating lawsuit that dropped yesterday. A U of L grad looking to stick it to UK. The whole story was bizarre, and Roush, we were saying that when it was going on. Like, why now? Why is this stuff? You know, why is UK is it, so confused by it? Right. Yeah, the whole thing was strange at the time, and it, if it was as strange as it seemed, now we maybe know a reason as to why that
2: is. Well, or a reason my, why that is. That The reason why you rarely get, like, a bunch of charges pressed at a frat party fight is because it's a frat party fight. The very nature of it, there's a 100 different stories. You can't sort them out. So you just say, all right, everybody go home and quit messing with each other. Stay away from one another. Like break it up. Get the hell out of here, right? Like that's that's typically how it goes because you you can't really press charges in situations like this. And that is the if if do you want any sort of kernel of truth or anything in here, like the reason why these guys should feel like they need to do this is because I mean the the school had Ab- they'd washed their hands of it. They cleared them of any wrongdoing. And then, I mean, hell, this was, this was in uh, August, I think, or July. And the fight happened in March. Like that just doesn't happen. You know? So that, the, that is the, w- while I, 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 it is true that it's hard to get retribution for a police officer's actions, which we, I think folks that co- follow the news in Louisville know that pretty well. Um, but, the this case there is some some funny stuff right like there's some very there's a lot of abnormalities here that you know give uh might give these guys some ammunition uh in this lawsuit
1: yeah and um again you know he he said they said we'll have to well the truth will hopefully come out but uh, good on these players, at least just saying, hey, we didn't really like how the, all this went down. It's time for, for you all to hear what we've got to say on this. And again, you know, law enforcement, incredibly important position. A lot of really brave men and women are, are employed uh, in law enforcement. But if you've got a bad apple there, it can really sour the entire bunch. That they, they, they can They can kind of go unchecked with some of their powers. So if nothing else, let's, let's see if the police did a, a, a good job in this, in this entire ordeal. Uh, maybe, they, maybe they ended up doing what they were supposed to do, and that, that'll be good to learn. Or maybe here we've got more injustice done, in which case you can't have that coming from your law enforcement officers. So uh, that's going to be, I, I think, all, all things considered, this is kind of a good thing. And you're right, Roush, the players are. Putting themselves in the news again—they're—they're they're not letting this kind of go away. But if that's—if the, they feel like that's the right thing that needs to be done, then then good on them. I think that is—I um, think that is cool to kind of say, "Hey, this is going to be more mess for us, more trouble for us, but we feel like it's worth it." So we'll see. All right, let's take our first break. We'll come back. We will need to still talk about UK in northern illinois, Roush and, and Scooter, they said they want to spend 45 minutes breaking down day 1 of the president's cup. We got mm. our matchups as well. Ooh, uh, we got a I,
2: fun uh college football game tonight too. Five
1: matchups uh, in the president's cup have been released. We'll talk about the college football game as well. Do not go anywhere. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Bro- Sports Radio. Bro- nice. fun okay. sports okay. to,
0: and man, if you're
2: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. I don't work within the exact boundaries of the law because I wasn't consulted when the laws were made.
1: Welcome back. Kentucky old Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome. Okay. 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. On your Thursday morning, text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. And do not forget to keep Salt in mind for any catering needs this weekend, whether you're getting people for one of the big games in town. You got Sanex and Trinity on Friday night. Manual and Ballard, another big high school game on Friday. Of course, the Cats and the Cards are both playing in the Commonwealth on Saturday. Let Sauceritas take care of you and your party. Let the tailgate be a fiesta for the ages with the fresh Mexican grill. Everything is fresh. They'll get it all set up, ready for you to go. And you can pick it up at the store or they can bring it to you. No party too big, no party too small. And if you don't have any catering needs this weekend, well, then let Sauceritas take care of you for lunch, for dinner. Uh, Whatever it may be, they've got options for all the kiddos. You can get burritos, quesadillas, tacos, taco salad, burrito bowls, you name it. Wildly addictive chips, hot spicy salsa, queso, guacamole. If you're not getting hungry just yet, I'm not sure what's wrong with you. Salseritas, two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthew's. All right, Roush, what did you want to get to when we returned here?
2: um uh, you know there's a lot of things we can get to i i do not i is ain't what's, what's the word i'm looking for here so i've found myself a way to invest in the president's cup tj because i said yesterday that i didn't care and i found a way to care by by actually talking so bad about the international community that I am I did the thing where I'm going to eat a live animal if the international team wins. So, yeah. Don't let me down, America. Don't let me down.
1: Here's the day one matchups. And today is just, uh, what do they call it? They call it four ball or whatever. It's just best ball between you you get two Americans versus two internationals. And so let's just do it this way. The first matchup is... Can'tley and Shoffley versus Adam Scott and Hideki Matsuyama. And the Americans are minus 167, the international team plus 170. So the Americans are favored in this one. And I would say this is the international's best pairing that they're going to have. Adam Scott, Hideki Matsuyama. Let's say Can'tley shoots a birdie, Shoffley shoots a bogey, then the Americans are in for a birdie. doesn't matter what that bogey does. And let's oh, nice. say Adam Scott and Matsuyama both shoot par, then the Americans win that hole with the birdie. Cantlay's birdie is the winner. That's that's the foursome format that they're playing today. Tomorrow they do the alternate shot. That may be the four ball. They 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 make the names. I, listen, I'm a I'm a golf guy. I like golf, but the names are always so confusing. So today's um, it's like four ball and blah blah blah. So, but either it's either best ball or alternate shot, and they just need to call it that.
2: Yeah, they uh, they also like. They don't have names that differentiate from one another too much. Like they all sound the same.
1: Yeah, and really, it shouldn't even be best ball because best ball. Every like the very average golfer when they hear best ball, they're like, oh, scramble. You scramble, yep. Best ball. <laughs> it's best ball at the end of the hole. So really, it should just be best score. You know, like best score and alternate. Yeah, time. Yeah. You don't need to get too too cute with the golf names, but so that's the that's the first matchup today. The Americans are favorite in all the matchups, and it only really only gets worse as the the matches go on. Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, they have an amazing record playing together. So of course the Americans we're going to put them together. They will take on uh, Sungjae Im and Corey Connors. That's another one minus one sixty seven to plus one seventy five there. Which Did I you see Corey the-
2: Connors. <laughs>
1: Uh, he's Canadian golfer, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Did you see Sung J.M.'s picture yesterday? No. He posted a picture with uh, Spieth and Thomas, and he was like, with two legends.
1: <laughs> oh, that's was, pretty funny. It was pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I, I did uh, I did not see that. Um, so, yeah, Corey Connors, he, he had played his college golf in America and whatnot. Uh, and then I don't know who, let's see, Cameron Young, Cor- Colin Morikawa versus Tom Kim and KH Lee. Obviously the Americans big favorites there. We got Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns versus Su Woo Kim and Cam Davis. So Americans big favorites again there. And then there's one more matchup, but my TV went away. So we'll just uh we'll just leave it at that.
2: I like the you know, Americans' chances. Don't know who the
1: other matchup was, but yeah, the Americans are gonna win. There's there's nothing to worry about. Uh, although they're talking about like, would this be the biggest upset of all time? Probably. I mean, mean, it probably would be the biggest golf upset of all time. Tony Finau, Max Homo versus uh, Pendrith and Mito Pereira is the last matchup of the day. Oh, Mito. Yeah. So, forgot about about those guys, but that should be an easy win for Finau and Max. But uh, there's your President's Cup Day 1 matchup. I'm pumped about it just because why the heck not? Having golf on during the day is always a good time, especially when it's an international competition and the Americans are representing our country. But... Ah, uh, these two guys not excited about it, but I will spend no more time on it. We can move past it. I am
0: excited that it doesn't start until one today. So if I wanted to watch it, I could. I could tune in. I, I would like to see Spieth and Thomas play together, just because I know they're such good friends. So that dynamic
1: will be neat to watch. Starting until one is a bad thing, Scoot. It's always great to have something on in the morning.
0: Well, I mean, no, because we have to work in the morning. But then, so if it start, if it doesn't start to one. That's gonna almost lead all the way into Thursday night football, which is pretty awesome.
2: You're really talking yourself into this being. I am. You're yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. Yeah. I've,
1: what I say
0: the huh? other day, I've, I've done a three complete 360 on it.
1: Yeah, woo! Done a complete 360 <laughs> on it. That's what we like. Roush, you're just the you're the only holdout, buddy. I didn't know. Yeah. You, I didn't know you hated America Golf so much.
0: Wow! Wow!
2: No, I mean it's just not. It's n- so, like, this is like playing the JV team. Ralph, I mean, you need I'm, a bet
0: on it. So Ralph I
2: did. I, I'm gonna eat something I shouldn't if America doesn't win. But they're so gonna Ralph, win, so I don't have to worry about it.
1: Likes the Ryder Cup, doesn't like the President's Cup. Scoots, what's the what's the only difference between the two? Is I Ralph, don't know. Ralph You're not a you're not a European golf fan, are you?
2: I'm just anti-presidents. Golf. Not my presidents.
1: <laughs> not not my president's cup. <laughs> that is weird though you know you'll get uh, I could see you just being a big fan of the the blue and the gold in the Ryder Cup
2: I, could mm, I think we we determined Scoots was the European fan the last time the Ryder Cup was around
1: they will be in Europe next year where are they going France I think
2: oh, oh, oh. that's right Yeah, it's France. What do you think European, a European fan for, it's definitely... European
0: fan for World Cup
1: wow,
2: Does oh, that wow. Justin hates America <laughs>
1: Oh, get your text in 502 1450.
2: So there, there was some late breaking news last night. I saw the initial kind of Wode's tweet, uh, and he was hemming and hawing over what was going to happen to Boston, Boston Celtics head coach Ime Udoka. Did you all see that the, the tweet from Wode's that he's facing possible disciplinary action, including a significant suspension? For an unspecified violation of organized guidelines, organizational guidelines. Did you all I did, see that?
1: I, I did see the tweet. My friend hmm. sent it over very late. I saw it this morning. Um, I, I I took it as like maybe he was gambling or something. Scoots, do you have a, a, an idea?
0: No, this is the first I've heard about it. I mean, I know a, a lot of teams lately, it seems like in the NBA, have been getting in trouble for tampering. But it doesn't seem like if he's getting in
2: trouble, that that's the issue. This is even more salacious. Shams broke the, I I guess, the broke code. They were trying to keep quiet. He had an improper, intimate, consensual relationship with a female member of the team staff. And it's been a violation of the franchise's code of conduct. And NBA Twitter is about to get very upset because Udoka is married to Nia Long, who... Yeah, yeah, if you don't know her by name, she was uh Will Smith's girlfriend in The Fresh Prince. She was in uh the Friday movie. She's, she's a she's very very popular actress. And uh yeah, so Udoka, he's he's probably going to get roasted for this. And uh Woj said that no, the the length of the suspension is could be as long as just the entire season, which would be wild. So uh, pretty, pretty significant development. So he was
1: get he, he him and a woman in the organization were they had a relationship.
2: They were canoodling. He pulled a Petrino. It says it said consensual. That that is uh. This how how would
1: that be a season long suspension?
2: I would be ridiculous if it was a season long suspension
1: <laughs> like it, it, he's not the coach of the marriage council of Boston he's the coach of the Boston Celtics like bad husband, but I don't see how this really I, you know I, you would have some some gray area of like hey these are these are your employees you're the employer as the head coach you don't need to be canoodling with each other that seems like a conversation that could be had but I, yeah, what? yeah i'm <laughs> with you
2: it it had to be like a very well like he had to be really bad about hiding it right because that's the sort of thing you can handle in-house for the most part like it has to keep like i would think that whoever the gm or president is uh, like brad stevens had to be like emaic cut the crap right Like he probably already had this conversation once and did not cut the crap and then they had to do something that, that'd that be my guess because you would think that this would be handed in-house but it could just also be a case where nba is a bunch of uh that they love their gossip they love their drama maybe they just can't keep their mouth shut you but, know? Sus- like they, but suspend the them for the sus- year
0: sus- like sus- if you're that embarrassed of him just get rid of him you know
2: yeah, suspending for a year seems like, like that's a- so stupid. Yeah,
1: that's ridiculous. Like, you'll get people that get like DUIs blowing three times the legal limit, and they'll be back on the court in like two weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah. this
1: guy is pulling the old scooter dingus, and he is gonna get never, just, hosed. It's not what right. If,
0: what if Walmart fired me for a year? Yeah, seriously, I paid my bills.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> can't. <laughs> I think I've always said that Walmart and the NBA need to have similar policies (laughs) on this sort of stuff. And here's a chance for the NBA to step up and follow suit and and they're not doing it. That is, that is wild Raj. I thought for sure it was going to be gambling related or, you know, some misappropriating funds. Ah, You know, you never knew the way it was worded. was like, okay, this doesn't seem good, but it doesn't seem like legally he's going to be in a ton of trouble, but obviously did something really, really wrong. Turns out the really, really wrong was, I, you know, there's a million things. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Just you know what? It's probably best you stopped right there.
1: Yeah, just that's that's just the best way to go about it. Oh, interesting. There's your NBA update. Uh, I think the biggest surprise is to learn that the NBA season hasn't already started yet. Okay, god, yeah. Oh, Norm- you know, normally it just seems like it goes from what, like September to July. So, I, I would have figured we were, you know, probably week two of the NBA season by now. But, nope, probably still got a couple weeks.
2: Um, our guy Zach Gagan, big NBA fan. And his response when Shea Gildas Alexander had, like, some MCL sprain or something, it's like, he was very upset. It's like, hey, the, n- basketball doesn't exist until, like, NBA – doesn't matter until Christmas. So, like, what? Oh, you're going to miss six weeks? Like, oh, no, oh, no. He he doesn't have to go to Thunder training camp. Like, oh, shucks. Like, poor Shea. Oh, no. The best player on the team isn't going to be there. Real terrible. Oh, get your text in
1: 502 414 1450. 502 414 1450. John Calipari continuing just living in the Northeast. Went and met, or met Atlantic, went and met with some former U.K., or former, not U.K. players, but his players. One U.K. player, and Emmanuel Quickly, and a Derek Rose. Still just recruiting. Seems like everything's going pretty well. But I, we haven't even really heard of too many people of who's all going to be at Big Blue Madness, Roush, have we? I don't think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. This is normally the time of the year, though, that, like, he will be a big blue madness and he will be a big blue madness, and you'll have a 2024 guy at big blue madness. And you start kind of getting the the list going, but
2: I don't think we've it's seen- still a month away, right? Like we, we've the we have four whole weeks, so maybe that's just that they're still uh gathering the guest list. Yeah, he'll be able to camp out for it here in about two weeks.
0: Do we think Calipari took uh Derek Rosen quickly with him to see DJ? That would have been a crazy power move.
1: Well, I mean that I'm sure he, that picture he didn't put it out there just for farts and giggles, but uh, I don't think I don't th- I doubt that he probably traveled with them, like they're not like no. But uh, just
0: just imagine Cal
1: walking into the gym with those two beside him, like come on, yeah, it'd be sweet. But as it, you know, as if you, I don't think you need to see the evidence to know Calipari's track record with guards, though. But it would be sweet. Yeah, that that would know. help though. I mean, if you see it like visually,
0: you see it, you're gonna be like, okay, I've heard about this guy, but now.
1: Okay. Yeah. What if that was one of the cow's rules? He's like, I'm going to recruit you. We're going to get you rich. You're going to be a high draft pick. It's going to be fun. But just at one point in my life, I, I I get to use you as a recruiting accessory. Great. So if I call you, you got to come with me. We got to do a pitch with me together. And then he ends up using them all at the same time. Roush like <laughs> he calls in all his favors for what for just to get DJ Wagner. I like the way you think, Scooch. That's a good idea. <laughs> Roush, you mentioned a good college football game tonight. Are you talking about the Fighting Neil Browns?
2: The Fighting Neil Browns. They they, they must live on Thursday night. Uh, I commended them for playing some of their regional rivals. Uh, it's going to be a sold-out Lane Stadium when they travel to take on Virginia Tech. I think they're only like 2.5 point underdogs, 1.5 point underdogs. And Virginia Tech's pretty bad, so... Maybe this is a good bounce back spot for them, but um, man, it's 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 going to be tough for Neil. They got this is they have eleven Power Five games on their schedule. Eleven. 11. <laughs> not, not not doing Coach Brown a, a ton of favors here. So that, this is uh, this feels like a must win after dropping one to Kansas and then losing a heartbreaker in the backyard ball.
1: Yep, West Virginia two point favorites. But uh, big game for Virginia Tech as well, so that will be your Thursday college football. It's There's probably
2: a- your first sellout at Lane Stadium in a couple of years because they um, they got pretty uh, turned off by Justin Fuente. Uh, he really he really took that uh, momentum from Frank Beamer and uh, Bud Foster and just screeching halt.
1: Yeah, Virginia Tech they'd be undefeated if not for a lost Old Dominion, which is. Not, uh, not what anybody not great, before. Bob. Yeah, some would say ever since that belt Bowl loss, Virginia Tech really hasn't been the same program. Mm. Really, yeah, since Lynn Bowden punch,
2: that's what you get for talking trash to Lynn Bowden. Mm-hmm. That's what a Still lot of start none won't be none, exactly. Come see about it. Come see about it. Everybody, have
1: a good break here. We're going to be back in about, I don't know, eight minutes or so. And when we do, we're going to read some text on the Thornton's text line. Uh, we may talk a little bit more basketball. I had one thing. Uh, there, there are more Mitch Barnhart quotes, Roush, that will certainly, certainly get me fired up. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some time in hour number two to tell you about those. Uh, oh boy, and whatever else we get to on today's show. So do not go anywhere. Hour number two of Kentucky roll calls right around the corner. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin we will be back after this.
0: summer's a cold in southern comfort where we dumb or just younger who knows back then you used to love the river and on a over you say over i ain't heard no family
2: welcome back for hour two of kentucky roll call
0: nothing is over until we decide it is
2: with walker and rosh
3: we're just getting started bro
1: Welcome back hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X AT- Roll-
2: Radio.
1: TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Thursday morning. We appreciate you spending it along with us. Text on in to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I want to remind you about our friends at Shady Rays, the best sunglasses on earth. I can confidently say that I've never enjoyed a pair of sunglasses more than my Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code BIGX to save 25% off. They do replacement pairs. They do a 30-day money-back guarantee. Each and every time you buy at Shady Rays, you're going to give a meal to hungry folks in America. It's a great thing that Shady Rays does because it's a great company. And do not forget the promo code Big X to save yourself 25% off. All right, fun first hour. Hour two going to be even more fun. Where do you want to start, everybody?
2: You know, I kind of want to start where I like to start my day, and that's on the Thornton's Texel. Big fan of Thornton's, big fan of their coffee, big fan of their donuts. Might even have to get me a donut today, you know? Mm. Just really treat myself. Because Thursday is the, you know, we get into season's talk, but Thursday really is the the unofficial start to the weekend, right?
1: It, oh, yeah, for sure. Everybody knows it. It's uh, Fridays. Yeah, work has to be done. You may even have busy work days on Friday. There's just a different mood about being in the office on mm-hmm. Friday, knowing that like yeah. your, your time is winding down between these walls. And soon enough, I'll be breaking free, letting my hair down and having a weekend. And then... We all ignore the fact on Friday that like Monday is just a couple days away and it'll be here before you know it. But on Friday, the feeling is Roush. Monday may as well be a month and a half away. It's a special feeling, mm. but you're right that it all starts on a Thursday.
2: It really, it really does gets the people going, gets the people fired up. Um, Mark Stoops will not be super duper fired up when he just talks to the media today. Not, you know, it's not his. He usually doesn't have a lot to say. So. Um, I doubt we'll, we'll get a bunch of new updates when he speaks for the final time before the Northern Illinois game. If I did want to, um, pass along something from, uh, practice yesterday, which every, every time Brad White mentions like a point of criticism, I'll look it up and I'm like, oh, they're ranked top 20 in the country in it. (laughs) It's like, we need to have less explosive plays. It's like, well, you've only given up eight of 20 yards or more all year and only like 12 teams have done less um, but I, I will direct folks uh, if you just want to hear like a a good conversation with a UK football player and like oh wow that was enlightening and delightful uh Zion Childress he they're gonna be asking more of him uh, with Jordan Lovett like he, he's Childress is now just like safety number two or safety number one in some instances like he's just gonna be playing a lot the Texas State transfer. Um, I I talked to him about, like, not only the transition from Sunbelt football to Kentucky and just how much more complicated it is here, but, like, he played quarterback in high school for two years and just had to learn defense. Um, I mean, it was very much a, uh, like, you know, what he said, once I went to the dark side, I just had to embrace tackling. (laughs) He's like, I didn't like getting hit at first, but I had to. So, it, it was a fascinating conversation. I only regret not bringing it up on camera, but afterwards we were just chit-chatting a little. And he's very, a Texas native, very disappointed there are no Whataburgers in Kentucky. And I don't know how there aren't any in Lexington. You feel like they could make a killing off of, just, just off of like the kids around town that are from the South, that go to UK, similar to whenever Skyline Moved to Lexington, and Mike Edwards was there every day. Like they, they could just, they could make so much money. I don't, I don't know what's sold in Whataburger down.
1: That's it. That's uh, I'm not crazy about it. Although I can't remember if Scoots likes it or not. Um,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm a Whataburger guy. It's better. Than I've only In-N-Out. had it. One- it's better than In and Out.
2: Okay, I, I only had it one time, and I enjoyed it. It took longer than I wanted it to take, but it was great. Like I, I was like. Dang it, I wanted to be mad, but this is actually really good.
0: There's only one thing that sets it apart from everything else, and it's the spicy ketchup.
2: Mmm, big spicy ketchup guy, eh? Yep.
0: Spicy
1: ketchup, a little overrated.
2: I think their buns are good. Like It's kind of like like WW Cousins in Louisville. It's it's more about the bread and less about the burger.
0: Hold on, Roush spicy ketchup overrated tj you love ketchup and you love barbecue sauce it's basically just those two put together
1: yeah you don't have to you don't have to do that like it's just ketchup by itself is great like i'm not saying spicy ketchup is bad i'm saying it's overrated that i think Mm. that's totally fair i think
0: think it's underrated
1: overrated unfortunately and i want to get more back to roush talking buns interesting (laughs) (laughs) ww doesn't here um, yeah, I think we need to digest and we need to ma- maybe you need to walk back. Their buns are amazing. I will totally I think that's, agree with you on that.
2: That and then the cookies. Like the bakery is really I think what puts them over the top. Like everything else is fine, but it's the buns that are what really separates them from the the competition.
1: Yeah, you know, I think you actually may be onto something. I do love a good WW Cousins burger and it may be bun oriented.
2: Maybe all about mm. the buns.
1: A lot of buns talk on KRC today.
2: All about the buns, no. Trump, no. Uh, a, y- yeah,
1: yeah, no. Nailed it.
2: No trouble. No.
1: <laughs> a texter on the Thornton text line says, Kentucky schedule light in the front, heavy in the back. Stop talking about my middle region. It's a tex- texter who said that for what it was worth. Not, not me. That's a yeah. texter. Our 2023 and 24 recruiting does not look great at this point. We are well behind teams like Southern – South Carolina, excuse me, Mississippi State. Uh, that needs to improve, but I really don't see any signs that it will. I know we will do well in the portal, but it seems risky to rely on that. and it's kind of bitten us at left tackle this year.
2: Yeah, when we just – the the left tackle we signed in last year's class is the highest-ranked player in the history of the program. Texture, yeah, you're okay there. Everything all right?
1: I, I mean, I, you, brush couldn't get through this text without laughing about it. But I think there's some truth to it. Like, why is the 2023 team ranking so bad?
2: No, there's part of it. But I just, I just love that out of left field. It's like the left tackle plays bad because we're not recruiting well. It's like, well,
1: oh, well, that's fair.
2: <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I wrote yesterday, like Kentucky is to choose which top 200 receiver they want to power test because they've really only got room for one more. And it's either going to be this Demetrius Bell, who is he, – he's with MPA, which is the big – they're like the aspirations of Middle Tennessee. The Wade's worked out there. Shamar Porter works out there. Uh, they could have him or they could have Carmelo English. Bell said he's going to uh, officially visit for the Mississippi State game. They're also going to be hosting four-star cornerback commit Florida cornerback commit Jakeem Jackson that weekend. That feels like a very strong potential flip candidate. His brother's on the UK track team. So, like, yeah, you just aren't hearing anything right now, Texter. Like, they, they laid the base. Is it as good as last year? No, it's not. Because you lost your elite recruiters, right? You lost John Summerall. There, There is some uh, playing spicy ketchup, if you will, uh, in that regard. But, the. The, the big visit weekends haven't even happened yet, right? Like, there there's a, there's a lot of runway still left. Now, with that being said, like, they, they do have to, once that gets here, they have to take advantage of it. But, no, there's there's still plenty of time to do well. And, yeah, okay, South Carolina's got ranked high. Like, good for them. Good for them. Well, I mean, well, let see how that, high they're ranked at the end like, of this year.
1: You know, UK doesn't get to the position that they're in without good recruiting classes. It does matter. I don't think it's anything just to totally ignore. the And recruiting rankings from a team standpoint, so much of it is driven on class numbers, bigger classes, are ranked higher. But that yeah. brings me to my issues that UK's average star ranking on rivals right now is 12th in the SEC. Like that, that, that shouldn't be the case, especially coming off some of the best stretch of football and program history it should you should be riding this wave a little bit better even with some of the recruiting changes and I get it Roush it's not going to that 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 you know you you take some bumps and it's going to take some time to kind of make up for some losses there but that's not good 12th star rating out of 14 SEC teams is not where UK should be and i think by talking about it is to acknowledge that UK fans have an expectation it should be better i trust this coaching staff to make it better but I don't think it's not. I don't think it's anything that should be ignored. I mean, it, it should be better.
2: Yeah, but like I'm I'm still not sounding any alarms. I kind of was in August. It's just this this doesn't feel like or in July, right? We had that rough Fourth of July weekend. I was sounding some alarms then, but I'm just not. I'm not going to do that right now. Hope maybe, not. maybe down the road. But and I, and I'll add this too. Like you crushed it so well on the recruiting front last year. You can afford like the way that things are setting up if you have the season you want to have like a lot of this stuff should take care of itself i you hope
1: that i up. hope that's the case the only issue is though like if it's not then you say ooh well in 2023 we we kind of missed a little bit puts more pressure on 2024 and then you you talk about the long term ramifications in 2026 and uh, do you take a drop is does the t- program take a few steps back you're right that it, you shouldn't be it, – it's not time to start worrying or panicking so much, but one missing recruiting cycle can, can have some ramifications, negative ramifications. Yeah.
2: and we saw that with J.J. Weaver's class. That 2019 class was hot garbage. Um, no offense to those guys, but like, I don't know, 15 of them transferred uh, out, didn't do anything. Uh, so it happens, but you also have the transfer portal to cover it up. It gets you out of a lot of those – a lot of those problems.
1: Yes, and that that portal should be a friend of Kentucky this upcoming season, but I'm I, I still we're seeing some of these dominant freshmen, and they're so fun to watch. More of that, ideally, but I, I I get it. Not time to panic, but it is something that I'm I'm keeping an eye on. I think others should as well. A texture says, "Okay, I take back my Scoots and Stephen Avery comment."
0: <laughs> Rightfully so. That was terrible.
1: I don't know. I think we need to do like the tiebreaker, best of three today. Like either mm. you know, either he's good at Stephen Avery impersonations or he's bad at them. Scoots,
0: I don't know, Teresa.
2: <laughs> he sounds like it's a little he's, better. <laughs> it, it's it, it kind of sounds like he's doing a uh, "I did to the lambs."
1: I didn't do it. It was Bernard. Yeah, just good stuff all around. Hey, Texter <laughs> says, what potential QB transfers are we keeping an eye on? Names, names, says the Texter.
2: Nope, not getting any. Sorry. I do Sorry. like that
1: there's like a portion of UK media that's just like, I'm, I'm, I am I got to do what I got to do to protect the program. We're, you uh, know, also, if it, like... You... If it's bad news, we're not going to talk about it. If it could hurt recruiting, we're not going to talk about it.
2: That but is... the thing... Especially in the portal, though. Like, you might not even know names. I can just act like I know names, and you don't know any different. But, like, the the, 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 the whole point, though, of it is if you start naming names of guys that are there, like, that, that's just it's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. So, how about this, textures? For all of our texts out there who want to know names, just go look at depth charts at top five programs around the country. Just do that. Like, because that's probably where it's going to come from. Just look at the AP top five then look down their quarterback depth chart, and it's probably going to be one of those guys.
1: I don't think there's any harm in mentioning names, like throwing out a group of names. And if I were somebody that had the inside information of who actually UK is thinking about, then I would throw out a bunch of names, including the actual name of who the person is, and say, hey, it could be one of those people. But you are. there is some truth to, like, if if, if you, Roush, came out and you said, or if Lucky came out and said, Watch out for Ohio State's backup quarterback. I'm hearing some really, really good things. Then all you really are asking to do is have that not come to fruition and have Ohio mm-hmm. State have to work behind, you know, they get a head start because that dude's in their facilities every single day. So there is some truth that if it, it, while fans want to know who it could or who it may be, if it, if it leaks out that, like, hey, UK has set their sights in on this guy, you're just asking for trouble, whether with the NCAA, with the other school, with the kid, uh, with other schools maybe getting a whiff of it and then coming in and making things more difficult for you. That being said, I, I think the website that says, hey, here are 10 people to keep an eye on in the transfer portal at the quarterback position, no inside info, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's one of these five or 10 names that article will get plenty of clicks, and it will get talked about on radio shows as well. So, Ralph's not telling you how to do your job, but there's a content item for you.
2: Yeah, and I'm also just like probably not going to – and it's not like to I, – I don't know. I'm one of those that the transfer portal, I like it. It's done well for the, for the Kentucky football program, but I do feel – it's, it's different talking about, um, for me, talking about like coaches on the hot seat because they're paid millions of dollars. Maybe it'll change my mind now that Nil is a bigger deal. Um, feels weird talking about, here's guys who might not be good enough at their current school, but could end up at yours. Especially when you're in the middle of like, like Will Levis is freaking awesome. So I'm, you know, talking about the 2023 schedule is about as much as I want to you know, focus on for next year right now because right now is uh pretty pretty good, pretty good for Kentucky fans.
1: That's the UK fan base though, and I don't, I don't, and I'm part of it. I don't, I don't blame us one bit. Recruiting, we're always talking about following years football. We should be, we should be talking about following years as well. That doesn't mean we're not enjoying this, uh, this season though. A texter says, "G Herbo sounds like a dollar store Jack Harlow."
2: I mean, that's a great description. Sure does. Jeff He's probably Goodman, got the same haircut. He's very right?
1: excited about um, the G Herbo concert. He's still doing the content with his daughter, which I'm sure is very cool for him. He asked her the question Are you better in the classroom or at fraternity parties? Which I thought was a weird question.
2: It's a very weird question. She's at IU. Correct. No, but it's just like. I guess that's his way of trying to be play, But Je- Jeff Goodman's just got to be an awkward guy, right?
1: To uh, he be around. He, he, yeah. he he is. But, you know, I guess he's having fun doing some of the content, getting his, his daughter in the biz, so that's nice to know. A texter, they provide some names. Cade McNamara, Miller Moss, Brock Vandergriff, Cl- Kyle McCord, Milro, Ty Simpson, surely one of those guys, right?
2: Those that's that's a good list. Um, I would say McNamara is not good enough. Um, like he, we, we've we've seen him. We've seen what he can do. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think he'd be good enough. But he, he's probably going to be transferring at the end of the year because McCarthy's going to take his spot. But I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Now I'm saying that about a guy who's played in the college football playoff as a starter. So, um, but yeah, that that that's that's a nice little start.
1: Okay, there you have it. There you go, Texter. Another texter says, "Roush, the picture of you guys on the podcast looks like you have a mustache." It's good. It's good text.
2: Um, may, might be so. I, I've gotten down to just one. Um, it used to be I would shave multiple times a week, but only shave my head once. Now it's just Thursdays are for that. that that's when I, I take care of all the business, top of the head, the face, okay. everything. So okay. by Wednesday's recording, it's a uh, oh, uh, white beard season.
1: Daily Field of Sixty Eight update, they're now selling t-shirts. Oh, well, shucks.
2: Ooh, I like that the way they promoted it was a video of Googling Field of Sixty Eight t-shirts or something like that. Like that was the you just Google us and you'll find it. It's like, yeah, because people, I'm sure, are just clamoring to Google your uh,
1: No, I'm gonna read my almanac in my Field of Sixty Eight t-shirt. <laughs> I hope that I want to get a t-shirt with Doster's face on it. Uh, Texter says, Roush, on top of getting a QB from the portal next year, what are your thoughts on going out and getting a running back? An offensive lineman? A true linebacker? Seems like those will be positions of need.
2: I mentioned running back yesterday. I don't think that's going to be a position of need because Ramon Jefferson, like you, you went and got him this year. You thought it was going to be a one-and-done. He gets hurt. Like He could have fixed a lot of these problems in the running game we're seeing right now. He had maybe the two best runs of the season, uh, except for a few – during uh during the second of that Florida game by smoke but he'll get a waiver and he'll be back so that kind of alleviates any problem there I don't really know what you mean by true linebacker I don't think you need a middle linebacker you maybe you go get some edges but like you just recruited three whites out blue chip guys um you'll need to add some so so maybe that's what it is you you try to get an edge rusher right um and yeah you'll be they'll be looking for offensive linemen in the portal that I'm I'm feel pretty confident that would be the case.
1: Offensive lineman sounds good to me. Quarterback, absolutely. And then outside of that, if somebody falls into your lap, you don't say no to them. And maybe if you have a surprise departure, then that could make a position more important in the portal. But it may just be, all right, if, if this person wants to come play with us, all right, we'll we'll bring them in. Um, otherwise, the, you'd kind of address the, the needs that you do have.
2: The, the big the, – Big, 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 big thing here is you got to just back to back springs. You've had somebody get hurt and you need to go get somebody in May and June, right? Like, so you have to make sure you keep your head on a swivel and leave some space because that is certainly, um, uh, certainly uh, a possibility.
1: Yeah. Another texture says, any early spread predictions on the Ole Miss game? I would think like Ole Miss, a two and a half point favorite somewhere in that ballpark.
2: Ooh, I could calculate it if you give me a minute.
1: Yeah, you can sometimes do like those little computer things and find out what it would be as of today. But I would, I would guess when it comes out on Sunday, it'll be Ole Miss, two and a half, three point favorite, give or take a a point. Yeah. High favorites for the home team, I would, I would say.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, yeah, that's interesting. Good question, though. Good question. I actually think that. They might give Kentucky more benefit of the doubt because they've won on the road against an SEC team, and this will be Ole Miss's first mm-hmm. um, SEC ranked team, so it might be closer to a pick 'em. But yeah, that's a good good question, Texture.
1: A texture says, "Hey Nick, have you decided if you're naming your new kid Louisville or Tennessee yet?"
2: Uh, Saint Peter's. Oh, too you soon. like that one.
1: Too soon. Uh, Peacock Rash is what they're going to call. Him. <laughs> Nick, before you get all bent out of shape about the casket next door, you should check out the old Munsters movie where Herman races Grandpa's cool dragster car made out of a casket. Oh, that sounds cool! You should you should watch that before you say another word about that. Is it still there?
2: Uh, I don't. It's 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 not technically my neighbors. They they live by the playground. I take my son, so wow. I did not did not Eli. go down there. Yeah, it's Eli. a real it's real pleasant on the eyes. Let me tell you.
1: <laughs> uh, let's take our last break. We will come back. We'll read more text into the show. Maybe a little surprise for you as well. I need to read these Mitch Barnhart quotes as, uh, also at some point. So do not go anywhere. Uh, I don't know how we're going to fit it all in here in the final 30 minutes, but we'll find a way. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I'm big at Yeah, this is the worst country song.
2: Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
1: Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, on your Thursday morning. And joining us, special surprise here on your Thursday, from Barstool Sports, Bobby Regan. Bobby, how are you?
3: Good man, how you guys doing?
1: Doing well. We've got you. We we kind of have you remoted through. Uh, we're doing the the show remotely. Everything. Can you hear us? Everything sound good on your end?
3: Yeah, I can hear you. Can everything good on your end?
1: Every. You sound perfect as always. Uh, I wanted to have you on to honestly get a little bit more info of what the heck yesterday was. Barstool doing a a contest among the talent to see who could get their Use get their promo code to save ten percent off at the Barstool store, and I thought to myself, "Well, if Bobby Regan's in a contest with Barstool, we need to get Kentucky Roll Call to try to help him out as much as possible." But you alerted me that the is the contest over already? It, it, it's already come and gone.
3: No, so it's it's a week long, um, gotcha. I, I believe a week long. It's but so each day. The way it's set up, yeah, it's a week long, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on the 20th. The way it's set up is every Barcel personality has their own code. You can use mine, which is just REGS, R-E-A-G-S, 10% off, and you get a point each time someone buys something, basically. And they're, it's almost like a, a survivor, right, where they're just eliminating people after each day based on different benchmarks or cut lines, however you want to classify it. So, we're waiting for the email. We got an email last night saying basically that midnight would be the first cutoff date. So we'll see who's cut. But it's a uh, it's it's interesting. It's fun because it's you know it's competition and nothing nothing's better than winning.
1: Uh, it's a it's a great idea by Barstool to sell more merchandise to get all your talent to do this. So it's a genius idea just off the get go. But you, you have no idea on the parameters about how many people will get cut. Are, are you going to get cut?
3: I don't think so. So I think the first cut is basically anyone who didn't sell anything. And I know I have people send me their screenshots of using my codes. I think, think we're surviving on to the next day, which, I mean, hey, like listen, we're Kentucky. As much as we love football, we know how basketball works. It's surviving in advance.
1: It is. It is absolutely, and uh, we w- we want to help you out. Barstool they have a lot of great merchandise. They do have Kentucky gear. I saw you tweeting that out yesterday. So if you're a KRC listener and you enjoy Bobby during our basketball segments throughout basketball season, help them out. Buy a hat. I went on there that you'll you'll have some of the best hats on the market. I went and bought myself a hat. Use the promo code Reegs. and then are you, are you? Did I read correctly that if if people you you will do a blog post of? Of folks choosing for for people who
3: purchase yeah so everyone's trying to come up with different ways obviously to, to have people use our code because i mean you know everyone goes to the bar so it's, hey pick pick someone so i'm trying to find different ways um one of the ways i'm doing it is if you use my code and send me you know twitter dm instagram dm email whatever um I will let you help pick a blog topic and I will write. Nope.
1: Do we, you still there, Bobby?
0: Shows that he's there. I'm not sure what happened.
1: Oh, Oh boy. You can hear me? Yeah. Now, now we lost you there for a second. We lost you right where you cut off where you said a blog topic and then we, we didn't hear you, but now you're back.
3: Yeah, so I'll, I'll write about whatever blog topic you want, as long as it's you know not illegal and outside parameters. But um, yeah, I'm just trying to find different ways to you know help you know people help me. I help help you back because it's yeah, Listen, we work for an entertainment company, so that's what we're here for.
1: Here, that That's a great idea, and I love it. I've loved the different Barstool talents coming up with their ideas of what they could do to get people to use their promo codes. Here, I've got an idea for you, and this one's free. And people that listen to Kentucky Roll Call know I'm an idea man before anything else. What if you said, hey, first off, is it amount of purchase, or is it just thing, Like, is it one purchase counts for one point, or if it's, it's, you spend $150, you get an extra amount of points? Do you even know that, Bobby, or do you know the, the rules on that?
3: It's not clear. The way I think it is, is a point per, like, item bought, basically. Gotcha. Gotcha. All
1: right, so uh, if you buy however many items you buy that equals points for you, you will give them the Barstool Talents phone number of their choosing. Hey, you you get me 10 (laughs) points, boom, here's Big Cat's number. How
3: about that? (laughs) I mean yeah yeah that'll that'll go over real well um I'm sure nobody will suspect it's me, especially coming from Kentucky phone numbers and I'm sure everyone will be super nice to a guy who you know who with ties to Wisconsin.
1: It's a contest. You got it's a doggy dog world out there. You got to do what you got to do to get the points. You, you get me 100 points, you get Portnoy's phone number. We we just it's a, it's a competition. Uh, but in all seriousness, Bobby, we want to help you out. Hopefully some KRC listeners will use the promo code Regs at the Barcel store. Help you out, allow you to advance and continue this competition a little bit longer. And heck, you never know. Upsets can happen and maybe you'll go on and win the whole thing.
3: Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, uh, we we've, we've been upfront about it. The top three get paid. Winner gets fifteen thousand dollars. I have two kids. I could use the fifteen grand. <laughs> um, so it's yeah, it's, and and like you said, we do have a ton of Kentucky stuff. We have Mark Stoops collection, Will Levis collection, basketball stuff, football stuff. So um, and just generic, you know, Kentucky stuff. So it's store.barcelsports.com code REAGS. Search Kentucky, and you'll see all its crew necks, footies, and t-shirts. So, you know, if you want Kentucky stuff, that's where you go.
1: There you have it. All right, got to ask you a basketball question while we have you on. The season, uh, a little over a month away, you'll start getting practices and Big Blue Madness in, in less than a month, just a few weeks away, really. Uh, Kentucky's already had their Bahamas trip, look good there. Expectations for Kentucky's basketball season, national championship or bust, that seems like a pretty – Easy sentence to say, but
3: uh, I think that's where we're at, Bobby. It's And what's weird is, like, listen, I, I, I do think this team's really good. I, I, I like this team. They're, they are a very likable team. I kind of think on paper it's one of the, like, bottom third teams that Calipari has had. And I know it's crazy when you say you bring back reigning national player of the year, Sheba, but they're missing – Two things for me, and, and, and maybe one gets filled. To me, it's, it's, it's a secondary point guard uh, or, you know, like a backup lead ball handler. I think we have secondary ball handlers in Frederick and Livingston Wallace and Wallace and that whole group, but someone to really backup uh, Wheeler. And then, you know, do we have a stretch four? Can Toppin turn into that? Can Collins somehow turn into that? Th- those are the two biggest question marks for me. If one of those gets filled, then I think, yeah, national championship or bust because it's Kentucky, although it's tournament, just get to the Final Four, see what happens there. Um, But like I said, I I like this team. I think they're good. But I think on paper, it's in the bottom third of Calipari teams, and I don't think it's a crazy statement to say.
1: Wow. I think that it is... Even if it's true, I just think the sentence, bottom third of Calipari teams, I think that would catch some some eyeballs and get people to say, wait, I think I thought we were supposed to win a national championship this year, but it's not one of Calipari's top uh, in the 66% of Calipari teams here at Kentucky. I, I would disagree with you, but I'd, I'd want to hear your logic behind it. And then on the ball handler, I, I agree with you. Somebody, whether it's Toppin or Collins, they're going to have to step up. Uh, and i think one of the two most likely will maybe it's livingston and you play a little bit smaller but i i doubt it It'll That's would be, it be point point. my. Yeah. yeah uh but at the guard position you don't think wallace could be your primary ball handler behind wheeler and you feel good about
3: that it's i need to see it right it's, it's one of those yeah. it's, it's like the top in it's like the top end and collins story i need to see it because yeah he could do it at the high school level or and and that's important but can he do it at a high major, you know, within the SEC? Can he do it going up against Big 12 teams, whatever? Um, in terms of on paper, what teams do I think are worse than this team? Like on paper, obviously, I think 12, 13, 20, or the, the COVID year. I mean, what other teams were really worse on paper than this team?
1: I think you do – the Brandon Knight 2011 team was worse on paper because you had Josh Harrelson as your starting five, not the national player of the year. Uh, 14, more talented, but it was all freshmen, so you could make a case there. 16, you had Scal as your big, so some may have not been as high on him as others were, but you did have yeah, a few Murray backcourt. 18, 18 – how I mean, was the number one recruit? he 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 was but it, we all kind of figured and I'm talking out about going quickly. into I'm, go,
3: I'm talking about going into the year too obviously things can change right like the noel injury changed a lot about that 12 13 team um but I do think on paper like the 12 13 team was worse than this team so i mean are there five teams four teams worse than this on paper going into the year
1: it's it's up for debate again. Revisionist history makes these conversations a little bit tough. Yeah, and also you know it's personal to what people thought about freshmen going into certain seasons, um, how high you were on somebody versus if you weren't high on them at all. But yeah, no, it's an interesting t- conversation. Uh, and I, uh, it may speak more to just how loaded Calipari teams normally are, right? That we could have this I, one be that's in a kind bottom of- five of talent potentially.
3: Right, and that's what I was trying to say more, is like it's not an insult because <laughs> Cal yeah. had loaded teams. Kentucky's had loaded teams. It's just it's interesting how you know, that's why I, I, I try to temper expectations, especially for other fans who immediately go, national championship or bucks, and it's like, Well, do you expect that from like your ninth best team out of the last twelve years? Like imagine going across the country and going, Hey, your ninth best team out of your last 12 years you expect to win the national championship and it's like yeah that's an insane statement to say out loud
1: it is it is but would you i mean i would probably rank last year's kansas team as one of the yeah I, I don't i wouldn't have that in one of bill self's top five teams in the last decade at kansas or at least the last yeah probably you know.
3: right yeah yeah i mean like it happens but again they were they did return they returned a lot so it's like yeah again it's hard to do like you said revisionist history does change a lot but I mean, you know, what they came in with Ibaji, who a lot of people had as as at least big twelve player of the year, all American type player. Um you know, you had McCormick, beep reading, Remy Martin. It's, but I but I agree. I don't you know, I don't think they were probably in top five of, of self teams heading into the year. But it's it just shows to the depths of Kentucky, it shows to the depths of what Calipari's done. And again, like it also just shows Thing, crazy things happen in March. So it's, that's exactly. what I always try to remind people.
1: That's what I was coming back to. Is that you could have the most talented team a coach has ever had, and you can lose in the first or second round. You can have a group that just clicks at the right time. Maybe not the most talented team, and they go on to win you a national championship. March is crazy. It will be here before we know it. But we will talk with you along the way throughout UK season. So a little about a little over a month away before hopefully we get you back in on the weekly routine. Until then, use. R-E-A-G-S as the promo code on Barstool.com for their their shop, their website, all their good stuff, and let's help Bobby Regan continue to survive in advance in this Barstool competition. Bobby, thank you for taking the time and chatting with us.
3: Thanks a lot, man. Have a good one.
1: You too. Bobby Regan, Barstool Sports. Follow him on Twitter at Barstool Riggs. Okay. Interesting stuff. Uh, as always, thought-provoking from Bobby Regan. Scoots, would you think that this is one of Calipari's not top – not not in the two-thirds of most talented Calipari teams?
0: I, I, I love Bobby. I do. I'm not a big Barstool guy, but I really like Bobby. My gosh, he's so far off base with this one. Jeez, O.P. <laughs> like, are, are you serious? Are you I mean, did he not watch the Bahamas games at all? Like why didn't you th- come in with this fire with Bobby? He would have loved it. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying <laughs> to put the guy out, you know, but geez OP, that's a terrible take. And i, I and that's coming from a guy who has a lot of terrible takes.
1: I, I love Bobby, and I, I said as much. I don't. I didn't totally agree with him on that take, but I, I do think he's maybe a little bit closer than people think. Like this team, not more talented than ten. It's not more talented than twelve. It's probably not more talented than fourteen. Although I think it's probably a better and a more complete team. Certainly not more talented than fifteen. I'd have it above sixteen. He disagreed. It's not more talented than seventeen. So. That's you know that's five teams that are more talented. I'd put this team over 18. I think it's a pretty similar makeup to 19, all things considered. I think 19 was a pretty complete team, and I think that this year's team is a pretty complete squad. 20, I would have this team above it, and 20, but 20 was a national championship contender potentially. 21, obviously, this team more talented, although going into the season, we thought that 21 team was going to be better. 2022, I think this team's more talented than that team. But, you know, that was, uh, what, five or six teams more talented going into the season? So I actually think he's probably not as far off as that sentiment comes off. And, again, it is how how high were you on the freshman in 2013 and 2014? Uh, it, it, it's different for different folks. But it was certainly a thought-provoking take, if nothing else.
0: Well, and I, I think it really it kind of the lines get blurred between like hype and expectations going into the season versus talent on paper. So I think that's kind of how I'm thinking about it more so than just the talent on paper.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, no, and I I I think this team's really really good. I I don't have as many questions about ball handlers and the four position, but I do understand his sentiment of like I, Wallace could be that guy. He's got to show it. That's totally fair. And then Toppin and Collins I think there's more validity in there that like, hey, they've they've actually been in the program now, topping for a few years. Collins, he's he's not a freshman anymore. Uh, but before we know that you can put a check mark next to one of those two guys, we'll need to see it in actual game action. Where Wallace, he's a freak freshman; he will show it in time. I'm confident in that. But I guess technically also right that you need to you need to see it from him as well. Yep. Uh, all right, let's get back to the text line. I want to bring up this Mitch Barnhart quote, but I'm. I don't currently have my phone on me, uh, but I will change that here soon. And that's where I had it on my phone. A texture says, imagine how Mitch reacted to learning that the football players are suing the police department. Uh, Scoots, this also crossed my mind of I, just a, another thing that the athletic program is going to have to monitor and keep eyes on. I'm sure Mitch probably wasn't thrilled about that.
0: No, no, he, he wants less work, not more.
1: For that Although, like button. you know, this is you gotta you gotta stand by your players in this. This is an opportunity for Mitch to show the guys that are still within the program that hey, I've, I'm I'm supporting you all, and the, there's a legal system in place for stuff like this, and and we've got your back throughout the process. And I hope that's exactly what he's saying.
0: Hey, by the way, I when I went golfing this past weekend, I was joking and I put my top button all the way up, and I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. Yeah, not comfortable, not even a little bit.
1: Well, that's how Mitch Barnhart's lived his entire life. Crazy. I know. It is crazy. Uh, what do we got next here on the text line? As I'm grabbing my phone so I can read some of these Mitch quotes. I'll, I'll read it.
0: For the roll okay. call, fellas, but welcome it to Rutherford. Since most people don't like the U of uk football game the last week, since it doesn't get much national viewership, what if instead of to start the season, we went with the second to last week when most teams play an awful opponent and
1: get some primetime love, possibly? I still would like it at the beginning of the year, but I like the way you're thinking. Like, that's not a terrible idea. You have it the second to last week. There's literally no great games there. By the way, next season, 2023, UK plays South Carolina the last week. Only uh, three games involving SEC teams. So six SEC teams will be playing SEC teams that week. The other eight, Cupcake City, USA. UK used to be on the Cupcake City USA train the last the second to last week of the season. But Georgia this year, South Carolina next year. I like a cupcake there before the the U of L game. I don't blame you. A texter says for the uh hey fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here. We lost out on the last four star in state QB when Gavin Wimsett committed to Rutgers over Kentucky. Should we be overly concerned that current four star Cutter Bowley will choose a different school. From the videos I've seen and what I've read, it seems like he's the real deal, and I would hate to see Kentucky lose out on another high-profile passer from the Bluegrass. You all have a thrilling Thursday. You too, Brad, from Bellbrook. Better question probably for Roush, if you didn't know, Roush is gone. Where is Roush? He's, he's out. What the hell? He's, see you later. He backed out of the call, and he's he is gone. Just realized um, he was gone. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to forget <laughs> about him. Um, better question for Roush, but I, the difference is, Gavin Wimsett was in Owensboro. He was reclassifying, doing some weird stuff. Uh, Cutter, maybe he will reclassify, but he is in Lexington's backyard. UK's coaches are going to be living in, uh, during living at his house during his recruitment, making sure he hears nothing except from the Big Blue. So I feel a, bit, a little bit better about his recruitment than I ever did with Gavin Wimsett. Another texter says, what's going on with Jaton McClain on the field? I thought he showed flashes of promise last year, but I noticed you didn't mention him on the show on Wednesday when talking about the running position next year, Roush. And now I can't remember if Roush mentioned him when talking about running back transfers for this upcoming season, uh, but it's a good question. Another texter says, May, maybe text that in tomorrow, I'll get a better answer from the old Roushster. Made sure to let the sheriff know about the lawsuit from the five UK football players, and he blocked me. Amazing how he can slander eighteen-year-old kids with no real evidence, but he can't take someone saying, "Hey, tough look, sad." <laughs> uh, yeah, the people on Twitter that just block the first time you say something negative to them—I've always just kind of judged them. You know, not that it's any of my business. You run your social media how you want, but personally, I've just been like, "Oh, you're one of the you're one of the blockers. You're one of the block kind of people." And then every so often I'll just like somebody that I follow will tweet somebody and I'll click on that person's Twitter account and they'll have me blocked. And I'll be like, I've never, I've never reached out or contacted you before ever, but, uh, that's always a good time as well. I believe specifically non-conference rivals should play all the early se- all in the early season. It's harder to get excited after eight weeks of conference games to throw in a rivalry game when the destiny is in their own conference is already decided. I feel like many rivalries could benefit from the attention of those games being played in week one through four. More people nationwide would be interested in watching UK, UofL, South Carolina, Clemson, Georgia, Georgia Tech in that case. Yeah, I think you're right. I agree with that, Texter. The reason rivalry week kind of has turned into what it turned into is a lot of the conferences were having their, their games late in the season, big conference ramifications on uh, this rivalry week. But for co- non conference rivalry games, put them at the beginning of the season. Save the conference rivalry games for the end, uh, for the exact reasons the texter said. U of L Sports Radio is wild. A caller compared their season to Schindler's List. Oh, my gosh. I would need gosh. to hear that comparison. What show was that on? Did it. I, I need to hear more about that. Was driving home and barely kept it on the road when Scooch dropped a come on for the tilted kilt waitresses. <laughs> you like the tilted kilt waitresses, don't you? Scooch, I'm a big fan. Big fan, yeah. Nick. Great show this week on 11 Personnel and the football podcast. My fiance even laughed a few times. Wow, high praise for somebody that will not hear it. A texture says survivor thoughts. Oh, this is from Scooch. Scooch, why don't you read this one?
0: Yeah, this was for me. So I didn't want to forget anything, just in case we talked about it. Uh, The Season 43 logo is sweet, as well as the immunity idols. I'm a big fan of the tribe names, Baca, Vessi, and Coco. Simple yet fun. Loved the choice of three puzzles in the challenge. Where's the talent? A couple of lookers, but nothing special like Seasons Past. Gabler, Mike Gabler, is the man. Loved how the trip to the rock panned out, and Jeff absolutely brought that electric energy.
1: Gabler is one of the worst care one of the worst people they've no, had on Survivor. Absolutely not. He's the and man. He is the, one of the worst. Um give it more than one episode, pal. If I had a nickel for every time he just brought up his age, I could retire. We get it. You're old. And he can like,
0: retire too. He's a heart valve specialist. What the hell is yeah. he doing on this show?
1: And also, you're gonna play your shot in the dark? What a dingus. Yeah. But he didn't. Yeah, cause, yeah he's, he, he will be an early out, or he'll just people will just use him for his votes. Um, by the way, so I want to get to this Barnhart. He was talking to Darren Hendricks on the Big Blue Nation show, again, UK. They're, so, they always want their people to talk to their own media, generally not to people that are going to ask tougher questions. Barnhart has just mastered the one-side argument without having anybody rebuttal you or retort anything that you're saying. So he just thinks he's always just the smartest person in the room. But he almost has this – he has a tendency of making statements that could easily be flipped on the other side of exactly what he's arguing for and it could be used to argue against. And he never, ever really seems to realize that. So most recently just was talking about the future of college sports, college landscape the changing of schedules, he says, the football is one that continues to be fascinating. Eight or nine, eight has worked really well for Kentucky. I'm not going to lie to you. It has worked incredibly well for us, and I would speak to us and for only us. I don't want to speak for other schools or what they do. Each school is going to have to look through their own lens, but I tell you eight has worked well for us because we've been able to schedule and we've been able to keep our players healthy and try to limit injuries and create opportunities for us to rest some guys so that when we get to conference play, even sometimes if we don't have the greatest depth, we're healthy. And he goes on to say, which give me a freaking break. Like that's to say that if you were to play a better out of conference schedule that you wouldn't be healthy. Uh, he he just argues against nothing. He's an idiot. Like there Barnhart, that would seem to suggest that if you that you could not stay healthy if you played a tougher out of conference schedule Alabama will oftentimes play out of conference, tougher out of conference schedules. Arkansas plays tougher out of conference schedules. Is there any correlation the teams that play out of conference schedules and in injuries versus Kentucky? Because UKs had injuries. There's been some. Is it because of the scheduling, or is it just because people get hurt in a sport in an incredibly physical contact sport? So again, you could come back and say, all right. So what evidence do you have that you wouldn't stay healthy with? a slightly tougher out-of-conference schedule. And he'd say, oh, well, nothing. I don't have an answer for that. I I don't have anything that I could say. And again, I'm fine if UK stays at eight conference games. This isn't even the point of what I'm going after. It's just Mitch Barnhart's rationale and reasoning that gets so exhausting. Because it's not actually true. It's just one side of a coin that he paints to be the end-all, be-all. It's like to say, again, we want a family atmosphere at UK games. That's fine. Are you suggesting that it is impossible to have a family atmosphere if beer is being served? Are you suggesting that 95% of college football stadiums now do not have family atmospheres? But he, but he, he in his mind, says, oh, well, that's right. No beer equals family atmosphere. Eight-game schedule, four-cupcake out-of-conference, or three-cupcake out-of-conference means healthier team. There's just not a basis for any of those things being true. Anyways, let's continue. A texter says... Lake 10 times and golf 60 already, 70 days. How could possibly fit in with the amount of work in a 90-day season?
0: Well, you got to think, Texter. A lot of times I'll play 18, 27, sometimes even 36 in the same day. So that's two rounds in one day.
1: You don't often do that, though.
0: Um, last summer I did like five or six times. I played 36 in a day.
1: Hmm. A Texter says, TJ Thick, thicker than a snicker. Thank that's right. You. If nobody's ever said that to me. Any of you start Welcome to Wrexham yet?
0: Scoots? I have not. However, I did look at it on the Netflix yesterday. So I, I might start it soon. It looks I interesting.
1: I don't think it's on Netflix, so or, yeah, don't yeah, lie yeah, to me. I'm pretty I sure think it's it
0: is. on Hulu. Oh, maybe it was Hulu. Yeah, I saw it somewhere yesterday.
1: Secondly, uh, I have watched it and I hate saying this, but it's it's a hit. We it's a it's a banger. It's a oh. that show is awesome. That show could be printing money if they want to for the rest of time if that's what they choose to do. Uh, what an amazing concept for a show. And, yes, I'm in. Highly recommend it. Uh, the only problem is I wish that they'd started this in, like, 2014 and I could watch, like, six seasons of binge-watching. But it is, uh, it's an amazing show. A texter says, Basket, thank you for the recommendation, whoever, whoever did it. Maybe it was you, texter. Basketball season starts November 15th, and we still don't have a full schedule. How is that possible? Totally and completely outlandish and ridiculous. Um, they are trying to get one more marquee opponent to come to Rupp Arena. You've heard Rick Pitino and Iona mention. I think there may be some truth that the, there was interest there. I don't know if it's progressed or if it hasn't progressed, but that's the reason. But even if that's the reason, that's ridiculous. Get a better... Get it locked in in June. Get it locked in in July. There's no reason that it should be nearly October and we don't have the basketball schedule yet. I mean, it's just kind of like funny more than anything. Like, what the hell are y'all doing? A texter says, what's happened to Tisdale? He doesn't show up on all of the participation charts. He's, uh, Hurt, if you're right? talking about though he's out for the year. Yeah. If that's who they're referring to. Uh, heater sauce at home run burger. Frank's red hot with ketchup. Sounds good. I wouldn't worry about recruiting just yet. Rankings are dumb anyways. Number of recruits is a factor, and if you don't need players, you don't have many new recruits. doesn't always speak to the actual talent level. That's why I did the average star ranking, which I think is more beneficial. Not a perfect science texture. I agree with you there. But UK also shouldn't be 12th or 13th in the SEC in the star average ranking. You need to be around 7th, and they should be especially with the success the program's had quick question should deputy doofus be in jail if yeah. i was honestly him i'd be like he shouldn't be in jail but i would be a little concerned like you know all the stuff he said anyways a texter says and tj walker said he thought it was funny how Blankenbaker baker had seemed to have the inside scoop on the kentucky football players arrest i think they probably meant to send that to another show to try to <laughs> Try to tattle on us.
0: <laughs> seems like it.
1: That uh, that would be my guess. Uh, Texter says, and now there's the narrative of one of the cops being a U of L grad, and seems like he was screwing with them because of the rivalry. Yep, we talked about that in hour one. Roush looks like David Cross, Tobias in Arrested Development. Yes, Absolutely. he does. Absolutely, we've all agreed with that. John here. Hey, John. Good morning to all. Hey, I have Brownie the elf getting revenge tonight. Being Pittsburgh tonight Being Pittsburgh yeah that's not what they said that's not what John said though says being Pittsburgh so I will take the Browns four and a half and do a SGP and take the over 38 and a half for a little more excitement and some dime action what is your all thoughts we'll got to go talk to you later both Uh, of those lose John I'd take the Browns I don't know about the over under Never trust a Dweeb from Cincinnati who claims to like Kentucky. Poor Reeves can't even lock up being the college basketball guy from Barstool when his competition is a literal psycho. That must be inside Barstool stuff that is beyond me. Um, Bobby Regan is my go-to college basketball guy at Barstool. If there's another guy, then uh, then he they they can suck it. One of the best days of my life. I tweeted Dan Dockage for the first time, called him a homer, and asked if he thought Yogi Ferrell was better than Tyler Ulis. He immediately blocked me,
0: just like everyone else.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A texter says, "You." I'm blocked by him as well. You play your starters less, moron. <laughs> Who's that? What's that referring to?
0: Uh, Mitch Barnhart, I guess.
1: Oh yeah, of course. Uh, by the way, I also think UK is going to blow out Northern Illinois big time on Saturday, so take UK in the points. A texter says, yeah, my bad. Texting friends that, was, that wasn't that was a listener this morning. Hey, no sweat, buddy. Um, all right, let's all have a great Thursday. I will take the Browns to cover tonight. Scoots, you rolling with your Steelers? Absolutely, yeah, no question. All right, everybody have a great, great Thursday. I cannot thank you all enough for texting into the show. Roush will be back tomorrow. We'll have the whole gang back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Thanks again for Bobby Regan for hopping on and talking a little college basketball with us. Enjoy your Thursday. This is KRC. i Big X. CJ Walker, Justin. K. It ain't my
3: fault.